everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Comment Section. That's right. And it's one, you know, it's one of my favorite things that we did last year. I'd like really? to, to keep going, even after we leave the show. I want to keep going. Remember that, people. Yep, yep. When we're recast, we're still going to be doing this, these special episodes. Yes, whenever there's a reboot and there's people <laughs> pretending to be us, yeah. there's like two things I, I really would like to have be an annual thing. One is yep. the Umlong Christmas Yeah, that was special. a good one. And I really would love to just have a whole Comic-Con special. Just keep going. Yep. So yes, Comic-Con happened. Some stuff we were real excited about. Some stuff that was kind of missing. But yeah, a little bit missing. And you know... This isn't only special, a special episode, as special episodes go on this show. Almost every episode is a special yes. episode. It's special in a couple other ways. It's the second annual Comic-Con episode yes. for the San Diego Comic-Con 2018. It's also episode 30. It is? We're yes. 30? Yes. Wow. It's the big 3-0 yes. for comment section. Uh, and that was all I had to say. It's yes. just episode 30. All right. <laughs> so, now... Comic-Con was a big celebration, you know, where everyone comes together, you know, whether you're a fan of comics and superheroes, it's just a gathering of fans, and, um, unfortunately, I feel like we should start the show with, um, there, we lost a fan, a, a pretty, uh, well-known fan of comic books and superheroes, uh, named John Schnepp. Now, have you ever heard of John Schnepp? I haven't. Okay, so... Uh, John Schnepp passed away on July 19th at age 51. Um, it was, I believe it was the day Comic-Con, Comic-Con I think started on Thursday. Okay. So he, uh, unfortunately wasn't able to make it. I see. To then, but, um, he worked on Space Ghost Coast to Coast, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, oh. and directed episodes of Metalocalypse. Oh, wow, okay. I, so, uh, I am a fan of all of those. Okay. <laughs> So, um, he also directed the documentary, The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened? So, it was a movie, a documentary about Superman Lives. I believe we talked about it on the last episode. Oh, yeah, we did. We talked about how it was written by Kevin Smith. There was producer John Peters who had the three requests, no suit, no, um, flying, and he has to fight a giant spider. Yeah, I remember that. Directed by Tim Burton. I don't remember if I told you this. There was going to be a guest appearance by Batman. Played by Michael Keaton. Oh, really? In that? Yes, wow. in this movie. That is amazing. So, and what this documentary did actually was, there's an infamous photo of Nicolas Cage as Superman, because he was going to be Superman. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know if you've seen the photo. Uh, there A photo of Nicolas Cage as Superman? Yeah. That's what, I haven't. Well, I mean, you can pro- maybe bring it up. All right. Um, there's the infamous one that people know about. Like just Nicholas Nicolas Cage, Cage Superman, Superman. and you'll probably see some of the real ones. So, um, that's the infamous one. Oh yeah! Wow, I had never pictured Superman with that long of hair. Well, he did have that in the nineties. Um, in what iteration? When he was killed off and came back. Oh, okay. That's what Justice League could have had. Wow. So that was an infamous photo. Yeah. Of Nicholas Cage as Superman, and there's even a story in the documentary. Where Brian Singer directed Superman Returns, you know, people were asking him about why he changed the costume. Yeah. And, you know, the Superman Returns is not really that different from the costume. It's a little bit like going from the Adam West suit to the Ben Affleck suit. Yeah. It pretty much is the same thing, but it's it's modernized. It's not the cloth. And Brian Singer pointed, like, well, we could have had that. 
And John Schnepp actually went in, because he was interested in this movie, and looked in, and then we kind of got more of what Tim Burton was going to do. So you can kind of yeah. see the real, a real okay. Superman. So something like suits. this? Yeah. Okay. So, I think, yeah, that's pretty cool. So also, besides his work as a director, he, starting in 2013, was a regular on AMC Movie Talk, which is now Collider Movie Talk, which is a YouTube uh, channel. And starting in 2015, he also hosted for AMC and then later and then later Collider, this show called Heroes, which talked about all superhero right. news and stuff like that. And I even got a Twitter question answered on that show. Really? Yes. Amazing. So, <laughs> and I didn't agree with him all the time on the show, but what I loved seeing was, you know, his passion for superheroes and films. And it made it so that, like, you know, whenever he didn't like something, it made it more special for when he did like something. Right. So, didn't agree with him all the time. Um, we both hate The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, As but um, that, was, that was the thing. He was fun to see, interesting, and, you know, you could see the love for a film he had. Mm-hmm. And whenever you watch the, sh- the shows that he was on for AMC and Larry Claire, it looks like friends uh, just talking about movies. You know, it wasn't like, you yeah. know, as great as it is, it wasn't like Siskel and Ebert where it's just like, okay, let us look at this. Let us look. It was just like friends talking about yeah. it, whether it was him with... John Campia, Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, Dennis Zhang, or uh, Robert Meyer Burnett, or Amy Dallin. It looked like they were having fun. So much fun that I was like, you know, a lot of people are doing shows where they talk about entertainment news. <laughs> Interesting. That looks like it would be fun to do. So I, I had that rallying around so a little in bit my head. So now, now you know the secret origin of this show. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, without John Schnapp being one of, like, the biggest inspirations for this show, we don't even know if we would have this show. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, there we go. Unfortunate that, uh, he passed away. Mm-hmm. And, sad. um, we're saying condolences to his fiance and family, and he had a, a, a lot of medical bills. Right now, there's a GoFundMe campaign, and last I checked, fans have raised, there's a $200,000 goal. And last I checked, fans had raised $169,000 for that goal. So, and also, Kevin Smith uh, has a trip that did tribute to him at Comic-Con when he had like a moment of silence and stuff. And even Henry Cavill, Superman himself, posted on Instagram about the passing of John really? Schnepp, about how he was a fan of stuff, um, him talking about superheroes. And, you know, Schnepp had this term he would use to describe a fan called a sweaty where <laughs> it's a little bit like you get so excited and you just like for example if you talk about star wars yeah you get so into it you start sweating absolutely and it's a little bit and it also meant like um whatever it is your fandom is a part of who you are right so uh he was the king of the sweaties and so we say farewell and thank you for the memories to the king of sweaties and hopefully because you inspired this show, we do you proud. Um, there might be a little bit of sweat on this show, especially when we talk about <laughs> the animated Batman Hush movie. <gasps> so, yeah. So I want to uh, pay tribute to John Schnapp and his influence on this show. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So. Very, very good. Very important stuff. So I don't know who we want to have go first for topics you know um since uh, there are a lot of obvious things to talk about based on what yes. this show is and what we talk about there's a lot of obvious things to talk about i'm guessing a bit we have a lot of the same stuff yes so 
I'm going to defer to you. What do you think we should start with? What's the first thing we should well, talk about here? Because I'm, I almost There's something scared. that happened around Comic Con. Yeah. And I was not happy about it. Oh. Uh? And we have an update today. Today. Really? Today. Story is that Comcast pulled out of the bidding war for Fox. Oh, right. See, you know, we know that in December that Disney offered, made the offer to purchase Fox. And then Comcast had backed off at that time because it didn't look like Comcast could get Fox because the government was trying to stop the AT&T Time Warner merger. Yeah. And then once that AT&T Time Warner merger was approved, then they had it where Comcast was just like, oh, we can go for it. So right. they went for it. Right. But instead, they've decided to give, to give up and just go after Sky News. Now, because of Comcast... Disney originally offered, when we did our special, they offered $52.4 billion in stock. Gosh. But now, they're going to have to pay $71.3 billion in cash. Mm. So, the United States Department of Justice gave antitrust approval for the Disney-Fox merger, and along with many other government agencies. So, a lot of people are proving it. So, it's yeah. looking more and more okay. like it's going to happen. And mm. the... Fox shareholders' vote was today. Okay. And Fox voted to go with the Disney offer. So it's official? It it still has to go through a few government yeah. things. But, yeah. It's looking more official. It's it's pretty official. It's So that's it. We did, I mean, we did a special on it earlier where we were speculating on it, and it, it lo it's looking like Disney will own Fox. Yes. That's that's the deal. Well, they'll they'll own the assets. Right, Fox right, will right. still the exist Fox with Fox, Fox News, the properties, Fox Sports. Um, that's it. So, congratulations. We're gonna Fox get. Board we're gonna get killing a one hundred year <laughs> movie studio. We're going to get decades of Wolverine fighting with Spider-Man and Iron oh, man, man and flying through the sky. That's what they're going to do. They're going to give them all flying. <laughs> Apparently. Movies. So, okay. knowing this, before I get into it, what what are your thoughts now on it's pretty official. The um, Fox shareholders have approved. The government has given a lot of approval. Yeah, well, it's going faster than I thought it would. I think it's because, a lot because of the 18-time Warner merger. Right. Yeah, that gave some push. Um, I believe that started in 2016, so hmm. it took a while. Well, um, I I really was pretty dang on board with you, and and still almost entirely on am on board with you that you need some movie competition to keep uh, all of this uh, bustling. Uh, to keep, for MCU to keep like coming out with Marvel Studios coming out with good movies, they need like competition from uh, Foxes and also like D DC. If they were stepping up and giving them competition, it would be fine. But since we don't see that as a good competition at this point, I, I agree with you that there's a worry that they might not be producing as good of movies. I was thinking recently though that I'm not entirely positive that this is necessarily going to be like an end of an era of superhero films just because we might be in a different era than we were back in like 2000 uh when like when the era of super film hero films last 
like ended temporarily. So, and part of that is temporarily there could be some resurgence that brings them back, uh, in some time from now. But I don't also I just don't necessarily know. Like I I think superhero films might still be really really popular for a long time. It's just maybe the quality might go down. But I'm I'm not necessarily sure if it's going to be an end of an era. And I don't really. It's just a hunch. I don't really know, but. It's hard to imagine it all just dying. Well, this is the day we will look back on the day <laughs> the superhero movie genre died. Yeah. Which is sad to talk about, but, I mean, this is it. It's really been building up towards this. When you had the crumbling yeah. of the DCU, Sony was struggling, so they made the deal with Sony. And now we lost the competition. It's Yeah. You know, I do suppose you're right, like... People don't want to go see bad movies, so they don't see the DC movies, clearly. Like, yes. Justice League lost money, right? Uh, or it, it sounds like it broke even. But yeah, and it's one of the most expensive movies ever yes. made, uh, and it didn't do that well. So, like, clearly people won't see movies if there's not a good reputation for the movies. Um, so you could be right that, like, after a few bad Marvel movies, if that happens people will stop seeing them. Like, when you look at Mar- what Marvel had working against it, which helped make them great movies, is that they had the characters no one wanted. They had Iron mm-hmm. Man, Captain America, Thor, and it forced them to create great movies because it was a little bit like, well, kids are going to see Spider-Man no matter what. People will see Batman. Iron mm-hmm. Man? Uh, another Hulk? You know, it forced <clears throat> them to create great movies. And, look, we've seen what happens when they have competition. 20 when they had uh, competition with other superhero movies after they launched a franchise. 2013, you had Iron Man 3 going up against Superman Wolverine. 2014, you had Captain America the Winter Soldier going up against Spider-Man and X-Men. 2016, Civil War. You were going up against what people thought would be the biggest superhero movie of all time, Batman vs. Superman. Even 2017, you, were, you had Thor and Hulk. Almost people's least favorite Avengers going up <laughs> against Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Yeah. And it's just like, what happens when they don't have the competition for the sequels? You have Iron Man 2, Thor the Dark World, Age of Ultron, and I'll say it, Ant-Man the Wasp, which totally sucked. <laughs> um, yeah, people like it now, but let, let's let's give it a little bit of time. I'll, yeah. I'll just say that. We'll um, have to wait on that Ant-Man one, the Wasp is totally, I haven't seen it. It so. sucks. <laughs> and it's just like... This is it. I mean, what is the point anymore of having the X-Men and and Deadpool in there? Because the crossovers are going to suck. Yeah. Because they're not going to... There's not competition. There's no reason now for them to do great. So, my guess is that... I, I hope we'll at least get one good crossover. But after that, mm-hmm. we're going to see a drop in quality. It's destined. There is going to be a drop in quality. This deal means that... The X-Men, not only has the X-Men franchise ended that started in 2000, the Marvel Cinematic Universe now will end. It's coming to a close. How long do you think it'll take? Like, how many more movies or years? I think because the audience, like, we're not in an era anymore where you can just, like, put out a famous character and people will go see it. Like, people, you know, it's expensive to go to the movies now. People, I think that what you'll see is you'll see... 
some lesser quality movies and it could happen where maybe they're still trying with their solo movies but they're kind of just throwing together the sequels yeah like we've seen with iron man 2 or age of ultron so i think what will happen is people won't go see people will go to the big ones disappointed and then they won't go to, to see the other like the solo yeah. movies so then i think it will drop down to two movies a year mm-hmm. then one movie a year finally one every few years and then it'll so it'll, it'll be, be a it. it'll be a whimper but you think that's what's gonna happen yeah okay and then i think what will happen is that we're gonna go to a spot where maybe every five years it's just like oh we're getting a batman movie remember it was six years ago we had a <laughs> spider-man movie maybe in seven we'll have an iron man movie yeah i think the I mean, only ones that are safe from the collapse of the genre will have the the inevitable collapse is Batman and Spider-Man and Iron Man. And some people will be right. like, um, well, what, what, Robert Downey Jr. is leaving. Well, it doesn't matter because there won't be an MCU anymore. Right. It won't happen. Yeah. So it's just like, God, do you, we're going to have movies like Iron Man 2 Age of Ultron. Then it's going to fall apart. And then it's it's over. When do you consider the last time the genre died? What, you said something like 2000? Was it? Well, 2000 is when it started. Oh, right. Started. I, okay. We weren't like... We could do Superman, Batman, but we weren't at a time in special effects where we could do the Marvel characters. Yeah. The special effects sure. now is the time where they can do those things. Like, yeah. James Cameron was going to do a Spider-Man movie in the 90s, and I'm just like, how is that going to work? There's no yeah. way. Like, yeah. he, w- he would it would probably be like the 70s show where he just swings from one building and you only have it one time, and it's super dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, to me, it's just like... I, it just seems like if it died, like if we got to a point where there was only one superhero movie every few years, I feel like there would be some resurgence at some point. Like, I, I think it will, it won't stay dead, but yeah, because things happen in this, phases. Right, this, this era, era that over. started in okay. two thousand is coming to a close. We're gonna have it where maybe ten, fifteen, twenty years. It's like. Oh, yeah. Batman movie. Oh, five years later, Spider-Man. Oh, man, eight years later, Iron Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man, remember when we used to have so many? And then maybe once DC can get its act together, maybe then that, but it would it will take a while. Yeah. I, I almost had this thought. And it's not, and there's, there's maybe two positive ways to look at it. Number one, um, if, the, if this thing has to happen, which I don't want to, um, I think we'll get one. I'm hoping we'll get one good crossover with yeah. Avengers and and X Men, and I I just hope before before it ends. Maybe this would be a nice way to cap off that era. Like, I would love a Spider Man Wolverine team up movie directed by the Russo brothers. Just them. Oh, that directed sounds, by the Russo brothers. That sounds good. It's just like pump that to out least, before the quality drops. To at least get one good thing out yes, of it. Yes, let's get well, at least one good thing. Yeah. Well, how, how likely do you think it is that, like, if this goes through quickly, that they'll, like, squeeze some of these characters into one of the already announced movies? Uh, well, there are any announced movies. There's Avengers 4, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, Guardians, and that's it. That's it. I thought there was maybe a few other they're ones. Gonna, it feels like they're going to wait until after Avengers 4 because it, it, it might yeah. be a spoiler big. Hey, guys, Iron Man 4's coming. Well, that's a spoiler. Yeah, okay. So they're, yeah, they're purposely not announcing things, yeah. I see. Okay. So I had this thought. Yeah. I don't like this thought, but it's just like if we want to look at the positive side, 
You know, I look at reboots like Spider-Man Homecoming or the Joker and Suicide Squad. And it's a little bit like they're afraid of being compared. So they're trying to yeah. do something completely different where Spider-Man is no longer Spider-Man. He's little Iron Man. Joker is just now a gangster. Yeah. And just think, well, they'll, you know, we had, Adam, we like, look at Joker. You had Cesar Romero, Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger. They still uh, were true to the character. Yeah. And I was just thinking, but there was a gap where they went away for a while. And maybe that's what it takes for them to be, like, true. Maybe uh, it would be best for it to go away for a while, for people not to yeah. be afraid of being, like... Because I, I, I'll just say, I think that Marvel's afraid of being compared to the same Raimi trilogy. Yeah. So I, they're just like, we gotta do Iron Man, even though it's redundant, because now we have, like, three Iron Man, if you got War Machine. Yeah, I mean, I've always had a, I've always had a problem with, like, being too afraid to be similar. When, yeah, I don't know. So I, I, I would like... That, that that would could be a positive. I mean, I, sure. I wish this whole thing would stop. I'm just been like, we're so afraid of being compared. <laughs> but it's just gonna be. Otherwise, don't work on that movie. Yeah. Like if you're just like, oh, we're we're so afraid of being compared to the Sam Raimi Spider Man, then don't work on Spider Man. Yeah. It's like Batman's gotta have a Batmobile. Batman's gotta have Commissioner Gordon. Batman's gotta have Alfred. You gotta do that. <laughs> so, I think this is the end. Unless, but boy, that's a very hypothetical thing. Unless DC is secretly planning something, which we could talk about later. Yeah, we'll probably get, because this is, a, by the way, this is a great way to start a uh, series of episodes about being excited about comic books yes, and comic book characters. Yes, guys. <laughs> um, the end is near, but let's just enjoy what we got. Yeah, let's. And let's do that, actually. It's like, let's... remember <laughs> uh, the, you know, these end-of-the-world movies where it's just like, well, the end is coming, but let's just enjoy what we got. Yeah. And <laughs> just enjoy. <laughs> I mean, when you think about we, whatever happened, we, we had a great library when you look at 2000 to uh, whenever this ends. Yeah. Uh, today. It's over today. today. No, um, yeah, we will, and let's, uh, let's get excited about it because, uh, there's probably going to be multiple parts ahead, and yes. we have a lot to talk about. A I lot have a feeling it's going to be a trilogy. Yeah, we'll see, um, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, lots of trailers. Remember um, last year we sped up, we just started speeding up through some at the very yeah. end? We're just, okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> we were thinking of recording a Comic-Con episode, right? And yes, we were just going to do one. <laughs> yeah, and we recorded three. Yes. And they, I think they were long episodes. Yes, too. they were pretty long. <laughs> So, um, yeah, and we're uh, over 20 minutes in. and Oh, my God. And what is that one topic? Sort, well, sort two. of two. Yeah. So, you can go now. What is something you would like to bring up? I'll, I'll bring up, like... So many things to talk about. I'll bring up, like, first thing on the list, and it's probably going to be something that's on your list. Okay. One of the things I'm they, curious now. One of the first... One of the things they showed at... Comic-Con, the San Diego Comic-Con 2018, which yes. is the point of this episode, uh, is the new Aquaman trailer. Yes, they showed yeah, Aquaman. They did. Uh, a first look. Um, and I'm guessing you've seen the trailer. I have <laughs> seen the trailer a couple times. A couple times. Yes. I saw it once um, uh, and hard studied it. I rewatched it last night and I yeah. made some notes, which I will bring up 
because <laughs> I, I was late at night when I was writing these. Some of them are not going to make probably any sense to a more awake mind, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll try our best. Well, okay, so... Uh, and another thing, it's, it's cliche. It's overdone to complain about this kind of thing. It looks like such a heavily CGI movie. Like, it's just... Uh, he is the king of Atlantis. Yeah, and I realize that there's <laughs> no other way you could do it. There's no other way you could do it. And so I think that what that really means is, like, the story has got to be really good. Um, otherwise, it's just going to look like a, a fake... Um, like, I, I liked uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but one of my big, one of my complaints about it is there are moments where it just felt like they were walking around in, like, a blue screen room. Um, like, when they were on the planet, and it just... It looked, like, too bright and sunny and fake yeah. that it was kind of abrasive. But I like the story. So that's why I say, like... And, I mean, of course, DC has got to tend to this advice in general. They've got to put yes. out some good stories. But, yeah, it's got to it's gotta be a pretty good story because of that. But I know I, I liked Jason Momoa's Aquaman from his performance in Justice League. And it looks up Remember to par Remember him in Batman vs. Superman? Uh, he just stared and swam away. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah. all that build-up? Just like, yeah. oh, my God, Aquaman's going to be here. And then it was... Right, yeah, that was it. Swim away. <laughs> yep, we, and you know, I loved his performance. It was, it was amazing. It was. His eyes lit up like a deer in the headlights. Um, and it was beautiful. Uh, so, but yeah, he look he looks up to par in this as well, and ho uh, hopefully his performance uh, uh, sticks the way it is. Um, I'll have to wait and see with this one. Um, and while I it it does look like it could be a pretty cool story, so I'm I'm anticipating it slightly um but i don't necessarily think there's anything here that's gonna save dc the damage has been done yeah <laughs> so i will talk about that later but um for this trailer i thought i did a good job of explaining his origins and it showed you know showing his mother and father kind of showing like how he was um lighthouse keeper and his mom was from the sea it show it really goes into like how in justice league he has the feels like abandonment issues about how his mom just left him because she had to go back to Atlantis. And I thought that it did a good job of showing that his stepbrother Orm will be the villain and his goal of, I, th I think it was destroying the surface world. That's always the goal of yeah. Orm. <laughs> he's, he's got one goal. Yeah. And it's to destroy the surface world. Plus we have, uh, I, oh my god. Black Manta, I'm pretty sure. Yes, it has to be his name, right? Black Manta, iconic Aquaman yeah. villain. I'm blanking on his name. Looked really that that, that he, Black Manta looked really cool. Yes, like, and yeah, that was exciting. It feels like those are his two most iconic villains, and it feels important to have them in there. I am a little surprised they didn't change it up to make it to where Orm was Black Manta. Oh, um. Yeah, again, I don't know many Aquaman characters, but... <laughs> so, I mean, so it looks like um, Arthur's also going to struggle being from two different worlds. You know, the sea and the land. And it looks like Superman 1978 by Richard Donner, Batman 1989, and Wonder Woman 2017 by Patty Jenkins. <laughs> uh, which feels like they're putting everything in there and making the most iconic version of the character. And it's just like, well, if this is the only one, we've made sure yeah. we put everything in there. <laughs> you know? I probably was a little cynical going into this trailer, and I at the end I was like, "That's pretty cool," and I was trying really hard to be critical, um, and failing a little. 
Uh, but yeah, come to think of it, like putting the most like iconic villains in it, it, it it's a good sign, I think. Like that they're really trying to make yeah. an Aquaman movie because it's probably not going to be an Aquaman too. Uh, well, maybe, but not with this crew. Yeah, yeah. And it also feels like it has a vision, unlike other DC films, which are just trying to copy Nolan or Marvel. Yeah. So let's talk about box uh, a box office for Aquaman. I saw... Oh. How do you think this is going to do? Because I saw so many people being like, well, this Aquaman trailer is making me con- wonder, my, is like con- contradicting my hatred of the DCEU. How well do you think Aquaman will do at the box office? So you're saying this trailer uh, in general um, I saw people, got pretty good reactions. People liked it, but they're just like... It's a little bit like, we've been through this before, guys. We have a good trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. because they have good trailers. Um, well, uh, I mean, they only have a... Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I mean, are people going to see Aquaman if they didn't see Justice League? Like, that's just... No, of course not. Yeah, that's kind of... That, I was trying to think of some way and that this helps. Someone but. else has also... I, I've heard this about other places. Do you know what's coming out the, the same day as Aquaman? Oh my, is something big coming out? Many big things are oh. coming out. Uh, what? What? When is it coming out again? I, I believe it's December 21st. Oh. Well, it's a, it's a, big, uh, it's a big release time. So, I don't, I don't remember I'll, I'll bring out. it up real quick. Other people have been bringing this up. I'm just like, oh, that's that's not that's not good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people... because you know that's the big it's that's its big day. Yeah. So in December, let's see. Come on, Wikipedia, load. Okay, here we go. So. Uh, oh wait. December 19th? Oh, wait, that that's November. I want December. Okay. Okay, here we go. Oh, December 19th, 21st, okay? Yeah. 19th is pretty much... Why are they doing it that day? I don't know, whatever. But basically that weekend, you have Mary Poppins Returns. Oh. Um, And people go see these... And Disney Bumblebee, movies. the Transformers spinoff. Oh. Yeah, people will see those. Before that, you have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, I was actually expecting something maybe bigger that I would be excited for, which makes me think, like, I'd easily see Aquaman over those, but that's me. I would, that's me. but <laughs> are other people or just Yeah, like, I know. Uh, here's, here, I just, <clears throat> here's the thing. And Aquaman has a weird reputation, and since no one saw Justice League, maybe a lot of people don't have that different idea of it yet. I just think um, with DC, the DC Extended Universe, it's done, it's over. The damage has been done. Like, I mean, you turned off people with Man of Steel. You turned even more people off with Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit like, I mean, you had those chances, and it's a little bit just like, even now, I don't think that Ben Affleck Batman movie could save it. I think it's a little... Yeah. It's a, Maybe if they had scheduled it to where it was... Well, what they should have done is, instead of making The Dark Knight Rises, they should have made that Ben Affleck Batman movie instead. Yeah. 
But it's a little. Maybe they should have scheduled Batman between BVS and Justice League. But it's a little bit just like. You you had your chance. Yeah. You kind of blew it. It's 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 a lost cause now. Yeah, it feels a little weird to have like built your universe without having a solo Batman movie. <laughs> I even I don't think they needed it because we had just had the Nolan trilogy. Yeah, I guess if I'm putting myself in the place of back at the start of that. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then it was recent. But it's just like I don't I. But what they could have had is that uh, having a solo Batman movie between um, either between Man of Steel and BVS or between BVS and Justice League, it could have redeemed it for some people. But now it's just a little bit just like, well, I've seen this Batman two times. Well, at one time. Well, three times with Suicide Squad. I think it was they had hope for Man of Steel, then BVS, and Suicide Squad. And we can throw in Dark Knight Rises, too. Yeah. So it's a little bit just like it's it's too late. Yeah. Well, um, I'm I'm pretty excited for Aquaman at this point. I think I like it. It was one of the first topics we brought up uh, because of uh, me being excited that James Wan is directing a, a large. Do superhero you remember film. what was going to be our original topic? But then we called it off because it wasn't going to happen in like episode one. Yes, I don't. We were going to have a topic that we were planning for. But at midnight, they worked it all out. Oh, what was it? I forgot. It was there was gonna be another writer's strike. Oh, okay. And we were playing just like, oh my <laughs> god, guys, we are so screwed. But then they worked it all out. Yeah, we were almost gonna have to go on strike because we're the writers of the show. Yes, we are. And it is scripted. <laughs> of course. It but is. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, before uh, the DCEU dies, uh, Aquaman will be really good because uh, again. Maybe my uh, quick peek at the trailer didn't sound like it, but by the end of the trailer, I was like pretty dang excited. I like. Which, it. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, I th- I, I think I'll like it. Um, uh, another thing that might have made me cynical. I don't know if we want to move right into another topic. Another DC trailer. Did you see the Shazam trailer? I did see the Shazam trailer. I wasn't a fan of that one. <laughs> well, do you want to talk about it first, or do you want me to go first? Uh, let you go first. Well, as we've said on this show. Sh- I am a big fan of superheroes. Yeah. But yet there's one yeah. that I don't like. <laughs> His name was Captain Marvel one time, and now he is known as Shafrikin Zam. <laughs> okay. Here, I'll just talk about the trailer. I'll just say this about the trailer first, because we'll, we'll go a little bit in chronological order of the trailer. So I see it. I see the thumbnail. I'm just, oh, God, it's Shazam. Which we both, I think, no matter what, whether whether the movie turns out to be good or not, doesn't matter. This movie should not be made. Yeah. So, I watched the trailer just like, okay, I don't like this character, but let's give this a shot. Mm-hmm. So, the stuff with Billy Bats at the beginning was interesting with him at the foster home, and you saw him with uh, this foster brother, yes. I was going to say stepbrother, but no, it's foster brother. Yeah. And we had Easter eggs of Batman Superman, which shows what will be his inspiration. And we saw having him defend his foster brother shows why the wizard, also named Shazam, would... (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it's not their fault. He was Captain Marvel, but then then he went away. Marvel copyrights. It's a whole legal thing. It's... (laughs) They're both Shazam now. Marvel can have the name Captain Marvel. I I think they've earned it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so it showed why he, 
the wizard would choose him. I'm just like, okay, this is oh, interesting. Yeah, it's you know, it's interesting you say that because I first saw this trailer and I I was like, this could be good, and then we'll get to it. But um, and then I started the Aquaman trailer and it like did the opposite. Like I was still like neg, I just still felt so negative. Oh, I thought you were just like, and then in I got, the middle of the trailer switched to Aquaman. Just like, wait, wait, what no, happened? No, no, no. Is it? I mean, oh my god, is he secret? There was an here? emotional roller coaster of being like. Oh, Shazam could be good. Ugh. And then I started the Aquaman trailer right after, and it went completely back up. But I had to work out of the muck. So, when he became Shazam... Oh, my God. It was stupid, (laughs) cheesy, and terrible. It shows why I hate this character! Which probably means that if you're a fan of Shazam, they probably got it right. Yeah, is that accurate to the comic books? That's Shazam! That's oh Captain Marvel. I had, I really didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know anything about Shazam. And I would like Man of Steel to stand up. Man of Steel, the movie that started the DCEU. We've had a rough history, you and me. <laughs> you are no longer the worst DCEU movie. <laughs> <laughs> this thing looks awful, and I have no interest in seeing I mean, this. If all of the things that were in the last part of the trailer make the cut... Like, there's no way I'm going to like it. <laughs> like, remember he, when it's just like he's dancing and stuff? And I you're know. like, your phone's charged. Your phone. The worst part was just like, hey, I'm a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That stupid dance is so overdone. I don't know. Yes. Why is that a joke in everything? I don't know. I don't know. Like, ugh. I don't know. And I have no interest in seeing it. I don't care if Ben Affleck shows up as Batman or Henry Cavill or <laughs> Superman. That's not going to make me see it. There's only one way, and it's an impossibility. There's only one way I'll go see it. He dies. Uh, no, that's not okay. even worth it. He does die in one of the worst comics I've ever read, and it's like one of the few good things because he's dead. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll explain it real What's quick. What's gonna make you see it? What? It's not gonna happen, okay, guys. But the one thing that made me go see it in theaters. Now, if I, if we hear that Ben Affleck or Henry Cavill have a cameo in it, then I'll pick up the Blu-ray and just fast forward <laughs> yeah. to it. Yeah, but. The only way I'd see it in theaters, and there's no way this is happening, guys, yeah. is if Batman, played by Michael Keaton, shows up. Because if <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, you put him in the suit, even though it's been 25 years, you wouldn't yeah. tell the difference. True. Or Tom Welling as Superman. But since it's not going to happen, yeah. I, I do not want basically, to see this movie. Basically what you're saying is that like it's a, an equivalent of like pigs would have to fly yes. for you to see this. I mean, the one of the kids from It is in this, and I'm not even going to see it. <laughs> I, I'm su- I'll be honest. I thought you were going to be its defender. No, I be- thought this was really stupid. <laughs> yes. It almost looks like it's trying to be Marvel, but not understanding what makes Marvel work. Like, to to me... Like, not Captain Marvel. We're talking about Marvel comics. <laughs> like, to me, I know, I know you hate Spider-Man Homecoming, but to me, the humor is not that stupid. Like, I found the humor. <laughs> I mean, it's not as, like, juvenile. I don't know. I didn't think Spider-Man was as annoying as Captain Marvel was. Yeah. I mean, Shazam was. Yeah. I did the same thing. I'm, but, yeah. like, <laughs> whenever he was on screen, I found him annoying. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know? I, uh... And, like, wait. So, like, Shazam is, like, a kid. He's a in kid a, in an adult, adult body. body? Wow. There's one good Shazam story. Oh. One, literally, the well, there's there's another one where in Justice League Unlimited, Superman beats the crap out of him, but yeah. 
I mean, that's just because he's beat, getting beaten up, and <laughs> it's it's basically Superman's <coughs> kick his butt, Superman. Yeah. <laughs> but there, I mean, even in this show, uh, Young Justice, which is a great show, which we'll talk about later. Young Justice. Oh wait, before we get into that, I want, I want to talk about Captain Marvel's death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a moment. It's it's from Frank Mills' Dark Knight Strikes Again, the worst comic book ever made. Oh. Just, it's trash. I hate it. It's just... I just want every copy burned. <laughs> but there's a scene where the Justice League is fighting. Now, what this has to do with the plot about Batman, I have no idea. But the Justice League is fighting some stuff, and Wonder Woman and Shazam are fighting some bad guys. And Shazam is getting injured and stuff, and Wonder Woman says, just turn to Billy Batson, and you'll be fine. And he's just like, Wonder Woman, Billy's dead. <laughs> And then she's just like, uh, now I haven't read it in years because I've been trying to forget about it. Yeah. And and then he's just like, um, if I turn, I'm going to die. And then she goes, the let then let out one last roar, and he cries out, Shazam! If I let you, poof, dead. <laughs> oh no! Your last word <laughs> is the name of yourself, your hero name. Well, technically, it was Captain Marvel back then, but oh, okay. This change of Shazam happened in 2011. Oh, that's pretty recent. Because people will get confused. Yeah, and I'm already confused because yes. I think of Captain Marvel as the Marvel one. I I think I, I, I still think of Captain. Whenever I hear Captain Marvel, I still think of Shazam. Yeah. But you know, he wasn't even really created by DC. He was created by Fawcett Comics, and then DC bought them and used them. That's why Shazam lives in Fawcett City. I don't know if they said that in the trailer, but I don't know. I. I've watched it because I've seen people just like, man, this is going to be the best DC movie since Dark Knight Rises. I'm just are like, people... what are you talking about? Uh, that sentence kind of Now, scary. Dark Knight Rises is just like, how can this be the... Anything's better than that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, I'll just say Shazam looks is better than Dark Knight Rises, but still. I would say it's the <laughs> worst trailer DC's ever put out. Yeah, it, uh... Yeah, I mean, you. I think you were maybe a bit spot on with they're trying to be Marvel, but they have no idea what yeah. they're doing with that um because you know marvel's not quite goofy in that way and even when not they most put out, of the time i mean even when they put out like a what i would i like i would say like thor ragnarok is is for thor ragnarok is basically a straight-up comedy movie but it's not that's the, it's not Shazam. that's the only comedy marvel movie that works yeah i think but it's just but again that's that's part of the characters he's a kid and an adult but it's just, yeah I get it. It's stupid. I have no interest in. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It. I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna see. It. I don't think I'm gonna watch the trailer again. I'm just gonna forget about it. What if we have? Uh, what if there's another trailer that drops? We should talk about oh. it. Right here. I guess. I guess I'll. I do that. That could be our comedy story. Yeah. Another. Uh, another. Every trailer, trailer. Every trailer that drops is gonna be a comedy story. Yes. So in a way, I brought up two topics. So you can. Uh, Yes, you what, did. Yeah, well, I just like to transition things yes, nicely. It's, it's not a transition. Have a little bit of flow. Yes, we never flow. No, it just goes, ooh. Yeah. Okay. You know what, guys? I'm going to have to turn off this can You can leave that recording, because I want them to hear what we had to go through. <laughs> You're going to have to listen. Because <laughs> this Sony camera, if it, can, if it goes past 52 minutes, it will cut the video. And you know what it does? It corrupts it. So that every time I put it in an iMovie, mm. it keeps crashing. 
That's what I have to go through. This is the crap we have to deal with. And I don't like it. See? It would be so much easier if I had a cameraman. And yeah. there we go. Yeah. We just have a uh, silly Had to shut tripod. off the camera because it corrupts the file. You looked at what you made us do, Shazam trailer. Oh, oh yeah. That's the one that did it. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. Wasn't the guy who plays Shazam in The Office, didn't they say that Jim kind of looks like him? What oh. is he, Chuck? I, he looked familiar. From the but... show Chuck? Oh, maybe. I, I haven't seen that show. I haven't seen Shazam. Uh, Didn't they say sh- that, though, in The <laughs> Office, though? Like, I, yeah, I remember that line, but I don't remember the... Like, the actor just looks familiar to me. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> so, let us move on to another trailer. Because there right. was a trailer for a new show coming out. Oh. Titans! Okay, that's where we're at. Titans! Yes, have you seen the Titans trailer? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, so... <laughs> the Titans trailer, as I call it, the Lost Snyder Cut. <laughs> so, you know what's interesting? Be- I, I usually don't read spoilers for stuff ahead of time. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I was just like, well, I'm, I'm not gonna um, get the DC Universal Lab Young Justice, so what do I care if I get spoiled? And I read it, and it was a few weeks before the trailer came. I'm just like, this is fake. This is fake. And the trailer, I'm just like, oh, this is real. Yeah. So, here's what we can do. We can, you can talk about it first, and you can do your pros and cons. Okay. And then I'll do the reverse. I'll talk about cons and pros. All right. Um, I didn't list, I wouldn't say I listed pros and cons. Um, That's what I did. I cared <laughs> enough. Well, I think that's probably because I wasn't, necessarily in a mindset of pros so i'll just um uh why would like it was so edgy and dark in a way that i didn't understand like it was for an audience of dark brooding 15 year olds the i can't imagine it being for any other audience there's the corny f batman line uh which is something i don't care to hear again it's like uh, Teen Titans Go went brighter, sillier, and sunnier than I ever imagined Teen Titans being, and this went in the complete opposite direction, being darker and edgier than I ever imagined Teen Titans being, and um, completely avoids a happy middle that the animated series had, the original animated series had. Um, oh, I do feel like I gotta say this. Yeah. I think, it may hurt you a little, but I feel like you could, Teen Titans, the show in live action would, would be awful. Uh, I get what you mean. Yeah, I mean, it's a very, it's a very, like, it's a Cartoon Network animated series. Yeah. It very much lives in that, but, um... I was surprised with the style they went with. Yeah, with this show, I just, this is not the type of seriousness that I'm a fan of at all. Um, just so dark and brooding and edgy and, like, like, Robin, like, the F-Batman. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get, it was so, like corny um like i don't need things to be these like uh comedy fests like i mean it it's not that i need comedic like i really liked black panther and i find that to be one of the less comedic marvel movies like it's pretty much a serious movie but it's still colorful and has a great artistic style um it it's joyful in ways and it, it's not like edgy at all like it it doesn't have this dark broodingness that i like when things get too like serious in the directions that titans goes i can't take it seriously (laughs) like if it's 
if it's taking itself too seriously, I can't take it seriously. Um, if it has more of a style and is still a serious movie, like I said, like Black Panther is, then I like it. Um, a lot of times I like things with some comedy in it because that actually helps me take it seriously. Because personally in my life, I don't go around being serious. I just, I'm always trying to think of jokes. I just like to joke around and be funny. And I, even in serious moments, I like to joke around. So when there's absolutely no humor or brightness in something, I just don't relate to it and I can't take it seriously. And this falls in that category to me where it's just like, it's too dark. Okay. So I'll do the cons first and the pros. And then we'll right. do some speculation because why All not? Right. Okay, so cons. As I call this trailer, uh, the Lost Snyder Cut. Because that's what it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Zack Snyder style isn't what I think of when I think of the Teen Titans or Titans franchise. Now, here's something to remember. Titans started development in 2014 for TNT when Warner Brothers was going to have the DCEU be the Nolan Snyder style. So, when the show was being developed, they were putting all their chips on the Snyder and Nolan style, and, well, we know how that turned out. Yeah. <laughs> and it felt like they made Robin too much like Batman, and you know his action scene? <clears throat> it's basically a ripoff of the warehouse scene. Like, you oh, look yeah. at it, it's it's basically the exact same thing. True. And, um... Uh, holy foul, foul language, Batman. <laughs> um, Titans is not an R-rated franchise. And yeah. not to be like, um, follow the comic book too much, but it's just like, can, can we stick to I mean, a little... I mean, I, I I don't think even Batman should be dropping F-bombs. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Even, it's not that I even really care about sticking true to the comics or that, like, they can do something different, but, like, that is just doesn't seem like a well-written line to me. That's <laughs> yeah. really, like, corny. Who, who thinks that's cool? I don't know. Like, but <laughs> Batman did respond. Really? At Comic-Con, Gotham's Bruce Wayne actor David Mazzao oh. responded. Amazing. Really? He said to the Robin actor, he may, he's, he's like, you know, I know the Robin actor is older than me, but screw you two and respect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, you just imagine, that feels right. Yeah. So, let's go to some pros now. All right. Now, to be fair, I watched this after ant-man the wasp <laughs> so anything would seem better <laughs> so uh it's it's i, I got marvel sequels their second movies suck their second can we skip black panther 2 and just go to black panther 3 because <laughs> they can do a uh a windows or uh apple oh my god skipping nine winter soldier is a rare thing it is like <clears throat> if marvel second movies are the dceu Winter Soldier is the Wonder Woman. It's the one where you're just like, oh, I guess that one did work out. Yeah. Oh, my. So it's just like as we head to an era where everything feels like it's part of the MCU, it's the goofy Marvel style, which, you know, look, it works a lot of times, but it's just like when everything feels like it, it's going that way, it's, it is nice to have something different. And it's probably good to have something different. <clears throat> yeah. So I remember just thinking after Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is such a horrible movie, um, just be, and then re realizing, like, when we look at, like, the past two years of MCU, it's, we had basically, I mean, we look at, we had six movies, um, 
Guardians, Spider-Man, Thor, and Ant-Man were comedies. So four out of the six were comedies. Yeah, that is a lot. And only one of them, I think, worked. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's just like... And I just remember walking out Ant-Man and the Wasp just being like, is it too late to go back to the Zack Snyder style? <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, I guess, I guess we're going back to that for a little bit. Yeah. But maybe... Especially with this Fox deal, as everything heads towards the MCU style, maybe it is good to have something different. And I'm I'm gonna be honest, if we had to have it where it's an extreme, which is never a good thing to have an extreme, but if we had yeah. to have an extreme, I'd rather it be super dark and super silly, you know, just like it's I, I can't stand it. I can't stand movies like Spider Man Homecoming or <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp. I hate them so much. Yeah, well it's fine it's to fine. where the comedy de- it's a little bit like if you look at a movie like Ant-Man the Wasp or Spider-Man Homecoming, if you find it funny, it'll work. If you don't, the plot is not very good. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because if I were to have an extreme, I would hate both sides, but I would much rather have a silly extreme. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> I just, I really don't like super dark. Like, if it's taking itself that seriously, I'm just like, what do you, like, you you don't deserve that <laughs> serious. No one is should be that serious. Like, So a lot of people would be like, this is too dark, but, you know, but I will say this, when you look at, like, Batman vs. Superman Man of Steel, the problems with those movies is not that it was too dark. That feels like that's just a scapegoat. It wasn't that it was too dark. Like, when you look at Batman vs. Superman's problems, they are Superman's characterization, mm-hmm. the fact that it was a three-hour story that... They then had to chop up to where it didn't make a lot of sense. And the way the story was structured, where we wait, we're waiting so long for action, there's confusing moments, scenes that were just Easter eggs that should have been cut, like Batman in the Desert. Yeah. And part of it was that you had Chris Nolan as producer saying, oh, just let them do whatever they want. But it's just <laughs> like, I still believe... Had the studio been allowed to give Zack Snyder notes, they could have made a great Batman vs. Superman movie. Like, I'm, I'm just imagining some studio notes being like, "Hey, Zack, this this opening of Batman, where it's kind of like a where you know how he's hiding, yeah, you know, that is good. But maybe we should have a little bit more action with Batman. Let's follow him somewhere else. Yeah. Zack, we love this party scene with with Bruce." and Clark, maybe we should move it up towards within the first hour of the movie. Zack, oh, this Batman vs. <laughs> Superman fight, it's, it's brilliant. Maybe let's move it up a little bit to where it's at the halfway point, and the other half is the team-up. Zack, we're waiting so long for for Ben to suit up as Batman. Maybe we should have a few extra scenes. Um, like, instead of maybe Wonder Woman, instead of um, Bat- Bruce Wayne emailing her, maybe he should go in the costume to go visit Diana. You know, where he talks about the other metahumans. Uh, I, I'm, Zach, maybe we should save the death of Superman for another movie, and let's not <laughs> launch Justice League with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, stuff like that. I feel like if, had they been allowed to give notes, that maybe that could have helped. Yeah. And it's, it's like, Zach, this Africa stuff is a little confusing. Maybe we should cut it or explain it a little bit better. Um, oh, Zach, this desert scene, it's, it's, it's a little too much. Maybe we should cut that. That'd be a, a nice lead scene for the Blu-ray. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, those are the things I imagine, like, an executive saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little, or also just like, Zach, we like this first hour man steal. Man, it's really good. You're doing, like, this Clark Kent who doesn't feel like he belongs. Maybe let's have Clark Kent in the movie to break up some of the action scenes so it doesn't feel like a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> Zach... 
we don't know. We feel like maybe it's a little it's a little hard for an audience to believe that when a, when there's a tornado that a dad is just gonna stand his hand and be like, no, don't say me. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> yep. Gosh, there's the those uh those note those note givers are so condescending yet polite. In yes, your I just fantasy. I just feel like I had. <laughs> Those those weren't the problems. It was the way the story was structured, Superman's characterization and stuff like that. It had yeah. nothing to do with the story being dark. Too yeah. dark. Well, I, you know, I feel like I use the word dark a lot, but I guess I really mean serious. Like, taking itself seriously. Because I like dark things. I mean, but, like, the uh, Batman stuff would work. Maybe we... Let's make sure that it's a clash of two people. Let's make sure yeah. we have Superman be different. I mean, to me, theme and style matters a lot. Like, I personally... I really don't often care about like plot as the most important thing to me like it's just one component <laughs> so often theme and style matter to me a lot and i really just wish that they'd throw a few more shades of color into <laughs> these movies that's really my issue so um i'm just like <clears throat> it's i think it's probably good for us to have something that's different instead of just copying the MCU style all the time. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I also liked how it in the trailer we see that Dick Grayson is a cop, like he he is in the comic books, and we see that Raven is seeking him for help. Beast Boy looks really cool when you saw him like leaping and transforming, and it is interesting how Starfire um, looks worried about her powers. Like, true, I, makes me wonder if they're gonna change the origin a little bit. So, I do have some speculation. Because why not? It's Robin. It's close enough that we had to Batman on TV. So yeah. I was just like, I have a few questions to ask. A few yeah. things I wonder about. <laughs> okay. So, will Dick Grayson go through a character arc this first season where Robin is trying to get out Batman's shadow? Could Dick Grayson also be trying to get out Bruce Wayne's shadow? And did a rift between Batman and Robin start when Dick decided to go to school to be a cop and Batman felt betrayed? Having him abandon Gotham City, uh, so could like we have a whole story about like there's the rip between Batman and Robin, I like yeah, Dick left and I feel Batman like, feels betrayed. I feel like there's kind of got to be like with that uh, with that foul language. Uh, there's clearly some rift between. Do, them. do you think we could also have it where Dick Grayson is also trying to get out Bruce Wayne's shadow, to where it's just like I don't want people to be like, oh, he's basically Bruce yeah. Wayne's son. You know, come to think of it, like. If it's, like, Robin is, like, an edgy teenager and he's trying to rebel, then it would maybe make more sense. I don't think he's a teenager. Well, I just, I don't, I mean, like, in terms of character, like, like an edgy teenager. Like, he's acting like that because he feels, like, a rift and betrayed, and he's trying to break under his shadow. And the rest of the series isn't presented that way. It could be all right, um, but the trailer made it seem like the tone of the series is very, like, we don't even care! To be fair, we're only seeing stuff from the pilot. We don't know how much has changed since between they wrote the pilot yeah. and when they wrote the re the rest of the show. Yeah, yeah. Since it's a show, there yeah. is a lot more context that we don't know. So, could Bloodhaven, which I'm assuming that's where this show takes place because when dick grayson leaves gotham city he moves to bloodhaven could bloodhaven be a place where there haven't been any superheroes so robin chooses uh, <laughs> oh guys we almost almost a malfunction <laughs> we're good oh, stupid. 
bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so could um, Bloodhaven be a place where there haven't been any superheroes? Like the Justice League never goes past this place. Could it be like Robin goes to this place as lost hope and then wants to start his own legacy and then the Titans will bring hope back to this city? I almost feel like whenever you're doing an origin story for something, it should be a little dark, and then it's just like the hero um, brings hope. Like yeah. Arrow is not as dark as it was in the first season because Green Arrow has done it for a while, and now he's giving the people more hope. If they uh, completely tone change uh, through plot development, it would be really cool. So um, <laughs> we see Robin is more like Batman in the show. Which also means, like, guys, if we're ever going to Robin in a Batman, do not make him too much like Batman. Because that, that's just... It, yeah. It, it, it becomes boring, then. Just two... Yeah, two Batmans. Two guys just mad at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Bad cop and better cop. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you Tell me where the Joker is, or you're going to get some foul language. <laughs> F the Joker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robin is more like Batman in this show, and... We know Jason Todd will be in the show. Jason Todd was the second Robin. Who, oh, when Dick okay. Grayson left, yeah. Jason becomes Robin. So, at, here's a few questions to ask. Did, after Dick left, did Batman replace him with Jason? And has Jason been murdered by Joker already, and now Dick feels guilty about his death? Could that be why he's so dark, mm. where it's just like, I tried to do some, I tried to be my own person, and because of that, me and Bruce got this other kid killed. Like, Jason True. Todd is a darker character. He was never going to go on the path of Dick Grayson. He okay. was—he grew up a street kid, and he would never listen to Batman. He would get, like, too violent sometimes. Yeah. So, it, death was kind of, like, what was going to happen to him. But <laughs> could part of the reason why Dick is so... Just like Batman, because he feels like he betrayed, like he feels guilt about what happened with Jason. Uh, you know, I hope this isn't a case of you're writing a better plot than they are, <laughs> because that's that's a good idea. I don't know; it's all speculation from my point. So, will this season be about Dick Grace moving on from the guilt about uh, the death of Jason Todd, and maybe? Having him become the leader of the Titans will help him deal with that. I see. Uh, I mean, I guess they do have and to come up with some explanation, you know, for why uh, Robin is now a separate entity working separate from Batman, since that's kind of the scenario. Uh, but, so, all of these are, are good bets as to what might be the reason for separation. So do you think maybe after he's had some time with the team on his own, do you think that working with the Titans could make him become the classic Robin again. Uh, by the end of the season, he, like we see it as a gradual <clears throat> character development. I where see. He, by the end, he's the classic Robin again. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think TV uh, needs a live-action classic Robin, so and that might be something that would get me to watch this show if I knew that that <laughs> was going to happen, even though it would be a spoiler. But So... Uh, <laughs> so do you think I think there's a I think I'm putting money on this right now. Do you think that at the end of the season, Dick will feel like he's enough out of Batman's shadow to where he'll start a new identity and become Nightwing? Oh, okay. 
Uh, so you really think that's gonna happen? I think, but I think by the end he'll become Nightwing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's. I mean, certainly. So it's a little bit like I've become my own person. I've graduated. Right. Yeah, that's that's a good arc to get to Nightwing. Certainly fits the extremely dark (laughs) undertones of. Well, I mean, Nightwing's not really that dark a character. He's Robin, but he's just yeah. Got I just I was just making a pun on the name. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so we saw Starfire be a little bit kind of like worried about her powers. Now in yep. the comics, she's an alien, but do you think they could change it to where she's a metahuman instead? Oh, where there was like, um, you know, kind of like how Barry Allen became the Flash and stuff like that. Could it she be a metahuman who is now dealing with these powers she suddenly okay. has? That would that would do something to explain that she's a little worried about her powers because if she if it is canonical like like in past iterations that she's an alien why would she be worried about? Her Although powers? I mean like, maybe she came here at maybe she wasn't like uh, Superman who came here as a baby maybe she was an uh, adult and came here and maybe, now she has to adjust yeah maybe she isn't used to using her powers in that way and she I don't no, know. or like maybe like kind of like Superman where when he's in the Earth's atmosphere he gets the powers oh okay. So, there could be a way that she is still an alien, but she's learnt, still learning how to deal with the yeah. powers. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I certainly... I'm not that much of a stickler for source material, so I wouldn't mind if they changed that. So I, do you have a guess of which one? I, I got a feeling she could be a metahuman, not an alien. I can kind of see that now that you say it, and I think it makes more sense. Like, I, I would probably bet on that more than the other now. So, um, do you think this could go through a similar arc in Zack Snyder's DC movies where we start darker in Man of Steel and then by the end we'll have had, we'll be more hopeful? Mm, but do you think that that change in the movies was because of a uh, plan all along or because people well, didn't I like I remember the- even before Batman vs. Superman came out, Chris Taylor said that it was going, like... BBS was supposed to be the Empire Strikes Back. And oh, really? Justice League was Return of the Jedi hmm. to where it was more hopeful. I didn't realize that it was, it was planned out. <laughs> yes. Uh, in that case, I can see it. Uh, yeah, in that case, I, I can see that happening if, it, if they have a history of doing that kind of thing. Uh, if that's the DC brand, apparently, now yes. is starting really dark <laughs> and getting more hopeful. So... I'm betting Jason Todd will be bet will be will have died in the show. So do you think he could return as Red Hood? Um, because in the comics yeah, he dies to... and then he comes back and he takes the Joker's old identity of Red Hood. Because before yeah. when you know how in Batman 1989 he falls into the acid. Yeah. When he did that in the comics, he was this character called the Red Hood. Okay. So. So Jason Todd coming back as Red Hood. That is, you know, I haven't seen any of these DC shows, so I don't know how deep into comics they pull. Like, do you how? What percent chance do you think that that would be to happen? I would say that he comes back as Red Hood. Yeah, I would say full thing. Eighty. Oh wow! Yes, I am that because it's such it's almost like it's such a well known thing about his character. Okay. Yeah, see, I, di- I didn't know, because I would have been like, it's like 40% chance. Oh. Like, I was going to go a little under. <laughs> it just seemed like a it seemed like a, a very complex uh, plot thread. But uh, 
I trust you. Okay. I trust you. So, we talked about how the big arc is the Batman-Robin rift. Yeah. And, you know, whenever you do, like, a season, you want to conclude your story arc, unlike Arrow Season 6, which kind of just stopped, and you're just like, what? Yeah. How's me talking about Arrow Season 6, guys? (laughs) (laughs) So, and here's the thing. They can't show Batman. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think it's possible that as we go through this arc with Robin about becoming his own person, kind of gain hope again, could the season finale take place during a holiday like Thanksgiving where, you know, maybe they could show Alfred because they were allowed to use Alfred in that Birds of Prey show. True. Could they have it where Alfred tells Dick that Bruce wants to see him again and it ends with him going to Wayne Manor? Like, the, it, the final shot could be... Dick Grayson going to Wayne okay. Manor, so, and they're going to uh, make up. So, like, they can't show Batman, but they yes. kind of work in a way to imply Batman to as imply like, as possible. To imply, like, <laughs> you know what? We've had this season-long rift, but now yeah. we're going to put things aside and yeah, try to work things out. Uh, that's a good way to do it. Um, I, I'm, I'm guessing, based on what you said, it's impossible, What, but what's the likelihood of doing, like, a Smallville? And you think it's just going to be a little hint, but it's, like, the whole thing. The right whole thing? Face. You just see Batman? Yeah. Um, zero? Okay. <laughs> so, 80% on the last, and then yes. zero percent. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wouldn't it be interesting, though, because this is feels very DCE. What if that's the last thing they have Ben Affleck do? <laughs> His cameo. His cameo in Titans. Although it would be cool. Maybe if you see like they're going to um, put their problems aside, maybe you could see a silhouette of them on yeah. top of villain. Like that's how they spend their Thanksgiving is fighting crime. Yeah. What are the, What's the copyright uh, around silhouettes? I don't especially know. Especially <laughs> when Batman is essentially a silhouette already. Yes. I, I just don't know how much they're going to be okay with a silhouette yeah. of the bat. I don't know. Well, uh, you certainly opened my eyes to ways that uh, the plot could be quite good in this. Because I really had, I had no hope bait when I just saw the trailer. <laughs> so, my final thoughts for the trailer are they're confusing decisions. I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. But, Jeff Johns and Greg Berlanti are involved. I trust them. So, there's, confu- there's moments I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. But I still have faith in them that, even if it's not like the a great show maybe it will still be watchable okay yeah there i'm i'm just over here too uh, focused on tone so <laughs> i'll have to i'll have to give it a shot no matter what since uh so so to not go in with bias um fortunately I to, you'd have to subscribe to the streaming service oh really hopefully well, they drop it on itunes yeah hopefully i can hopefully i can avoid that um Wait, I went through. I went through two in a row. You could go through t- two in a row. Okay. If you want. Well, this one's pretty short. Okay. Because I don't know how really have much to say. But there's a return of a TV show, Star Wars: The Clone Wars oh, is yeah. returning. Right. There's going to be twelve new episodes, which they say will wrap up the season. Kind of sounds like they were there were plans. There were scripts written already for future seasons, but then the show got canceled, so right. they're going to use this chance to wrap it up, and there's going to be 12 yeah. new episodes okay. on Disney's upcoming streaming service. I, I did I did see that. So many different streaming 
services. Yes. You can't subscribe to everything. No, you can't. Can we have, like, if there's a monopoly on anything, I want one streaming service. <laughs> yes. I just, like, I don't want to have to d- subscribe to 50 things. It was easier when it was Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, I know. And now I, even just, Hulu is too much. Now it's just so like, many. Ugh. Yeah, like, I can't choose all of these, but yeah. And I, I did really, I never watched the, uh, the second iteration of the Clone Wars, uh, when once it was in 3D animation, because it was past my time a bit. But I was quite a fan of the uh, 2D animated Clone Wars. I think weren't those really short? Uh, I think they might have been. I think they were like three minutes. Like they or might have been between shows on yeah. Cartoon Network. I forgot. I think I might have watched some during Justice League where they were doing a commercial break or something. Yeah, I, for, I actually for some reason my mind maybe <laughs> because as a uh, the younger, for me, the younger I am, the the longer each minute feels. So probably like three minutes probably yes. felt like an eternity. Uh, but yeah, I completely forgot that those were like shorts. Yes, uh, they lived up to the name of shorts. But yeah, I liked, I liked, I remember like at the time, uh, like liking those more than the prequel. Like I thought <laughs> that the 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 Clone Wars animated series was, uh, it was like my favorite. Star Wars thing at the time. Um, oh, that's good. Okay, so oh, I, I meant new things. There's some people go like holding out their hand, like trying to force choke. Like, ah, I mean, ah. I mean, like the thing coming out, like that. I like that better than the prequels. Okay, not the original trilogy. <laughs> you almost had me just absolutely hung out. There, there, George was George felt a sense in the force and he's just like, I got one. I got one. He's <laughs> part of the team. Many chlorians unite. <laughs> I meant like, Attack the Clones was boring to me as a child. Yeah, Still boring yeah. today. And then the Clone Wars was good. Um, but anyway, yeah, I never watched the, uh, the, the three, the full-on show, apparently. Uh, but it's always good when something gets a proper ending. Yeah. I might be talking about a show getting a proper ending in a, in, uh, in a later uh, part of this. Well. Um, but, uh, yeah. Did you ever see any Clone Wars TV show? I've seen a little bit of it because it's on Netflix. Right. It's... I don't really care that much about the prequel era at all. Yeah, that's part of it. So it's just like... Hey, it was cool. I'll, I'll sit down and watch them eventually. Yeah. But it's not like I'm dying. Like there are people cheering so excited for them. I'm awesome. I'm glad. Yeah. But I'm just like I'll get to it one day. Yeah. I don't know. Like the the plot of that era is just not as interesting to me. It's like convoluted, and it's weird that uh, it's such a. Again, I haven't seen. I like the, show, the but... uh, Rebels show more. Uh, I've only seen a little Which of that. Which takes place, like, right before the um, original movie. There's going to be another new animated, but this one, 2D animated Star Wars show. I, I Rebellion? thought I heard about Is it that. Rebellion? Something. Or, um, that one, I liked the animation style of a lot, so I was more excited for that one. Um, Is that one on the streaming service or Disney XD? Uh, I have no idea. I, really, I wish I knew. <laughs> I want to remember if I have the name right, because I almost brought that up in a previous comment section, but it was, like, during a period, uh, where we weren't really... When we were doing a bunch of specials, uh... Star... I just put Star. (laughs) Star Wars. Star Wars. New animated series. Uh, Resistance. Star Star Wars Wars Resistance. Resistance. Oh, does this take place during the, uh, current movie trilogy? 
I think so, because there, there's BB-8. Uh, so everyone plug your ears if you don't want to, if you want to pretend that the current trilogy doesn't exist. Wait, when would, would it be like before? Oh, I think it's a Disney XD. Um, for, oh, thank God, it's Disney XD. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Disney XD. Um, uh, the real Disney Set channel. time prior to The Force Awakens will feature BB-8 alongside Ace Pilots. Colorful new characters and appearance. Fan- Poe Dameron, Captain Phasma. So, yeah, it's going to be... Voiced by the actor, live-action actors, too. Oh, really? That's really So that's that really probably cool. means it's one episode that they're in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they can pull pull us in for one. I want to see... I, I, I really... Oh, I should put in Resistance. I, want, I just want to look at the art style because I... Uh, Okay, there is basically nothing. That's all we have. <laughs> That's all we have. That's all we need. Yeah, all it's I just... need is just BB-8. <laughs> but yeah, you think R2 and 3PO will show up? Or no, because they wouldn't have met them yet. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's pretty uh, sequel trilogy. I want to see how 3PO got the red arm. Yeah, yeah. You none of no more of your uh, J- JJ. No more mystery. No more. That's like the only mystery I care about. Explain. I don't care it. about Ray's parents. <laughs> I don't care about who Snoke is. I want to know how we got the red arm and where did it go. You know what's funny is that I unironically agree with you that I find the red arm more interesting than Ray's parents. Or yes, Snoke. I just because want to know. like I didn't care that they didn't I say would that. I almost wonder like. Well, did he... No, never mind. Could it have been, like, um... You know that how R2 and him play... R2 and Chewie play that game in the first movie? And the Han, chess? Or... Yeah, and Han says, Wookiees, rip your arm off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't help but wonder. R2, save me! <laughs> <laughs> they call back to the, uh... The, the space chess on the Millennium Falcon so much. Yeah, they do. They love that chess. Yeah, it's just like, we already got that <laughs> nostalgic callback. They do it like every single... Yes. Yeah, well, it, well it's fine. It's do you think there's cool. an app or something where you can play that? What it looks I, like? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, probably. One they day. have everything Star Wars. So. I guess so. Well, um, well, we have we have uh, maybe time for one more thing, maybe? Sure. I mean, I, I can throw some... Hopefully I don't have Why anything. Not? I did... I, I was more focused on the thing, but if we wanted to, I don't really have any comedy. Oh, I do have maybe one, but we'll focus on on the um, uh, San Diego Comic-Con stuff first. But I do have a few rabbit holes that we could end with. Okay. Um, like, maybe two or three each episode. Okay. Well, I just thought of one thing that we talked about off the podcast, but maybe since we talked about it in previous episode... We we really roasted the Teen Titans Go oh, movie, oh, yes, and we did. just recently, like we, I don't know, yesterday, I don't know, pretty recently, it, reviews it came, came out in yesterday. Yeah, and it has like ninety percent on check, Rotten Tomatoes check the score right now. Like we, we are recording this on Friday. I think I, I think we both really thought that everyone <laughs> I would agree with us. I oh know, my I know. god, it went up! But 65% audience score, which is, of course is gospel. Teen Titans Go to the Movies distills the enduring appeal of its colorful characters into a charming, light-hearted adventure whose wacky humor fuels its infectious fun and belies a surprising level of intelligence. Like, I would feel like I was, like, dreaming this, that it says it belies a surprising level of intelligence. Can I say something? Yeah. It is one of the highest rated Rotten Tomato score DC movies ever. <laughs> I mean, the only ones that really? beat it are the first Superman, Wonder Woman, Dark Knight. I think that's it. 
I mean, jeez, like, I, it, like, it's almost all good critic reviews that show on, well, it's, all, yeah. well, it is only 51. Okay, so, I mean, it has, t- but, I mean, it's probably not going to go down that much. No. <laughs> The only good thing I like is how they have Nicolas Cage as Superman. That is pretty Who cool. actually, when you look at the trailer, sounds like a really good Superman. Yeah. It is I, interesting. This is the guy who cast Michael Keaton as Batman, so. Yeah, it, yeah it's true. Burton has an eye for casting. I don't know. Maybe it's not him who casts, but it's just like whoever, yeah. if it's him or someone, they know what they're doing when yeah. it comes to casting. <laughs> And then maybe Nicolas Cage would have a role. And it's always like these is... strange ones. It's like, what? Yeah. You know, it, when they were going to have Bat- Robin appear in Batman Returns, but they cut it because it was too many characters. Yeah. I think it was going to be played by Marlon Wayans. Really? Now I'm curious. <laughs> now I'm curious of what could have been. Yeah. I mean, because it's just like, I am with the Batman story. It sounds, I mean, at least Batman, it sounds like a lot for Superman, but he looks like Burton really does a great job of casting. Yeah, if he, if he does the casting or whoever, if he gets the same person on his team who does the casting, apparently they got it, because that's interesting. Oh my god, Burton, if you want a paycheck, when they reboot DC, be there at the auditions. Yes, <laughs> I would like to see a new Burton uh, DC production. <laughs> but yeah, like... Uh, it really makes me curious if the movie of Teen Titans Go to the Movies is a bit... Like, if it feels different once you're actually watching it than the trailers present it. I wonder if it's a little bit like people are just like, this looks so bad, and then it wasn't right. as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> that could be. Like, even the score, I have no interest in seeing this movie. I don't care. I'll watch Teen Titans The Judas Contract at home. By the way, if you haven't seen it, Teen Titans The Judas Contract's a really good movie. Oh, I gotta check it out. So, um, there's also Just League versus Teen Titans. Not very good. <laughs> it, um, I'll just say the Justice League stuff is good. The Titans is... Uh, <laughs> okay. I've been meaning to watch. a little bit too much like trying to be like the TV show. Oh, okay. I've been meaning to see the former, the first one we mentioned. Um, it's good. It's really good. You should yeah. check it out. I, I've, I've wanted to. Although, I, I think they did the similar story arc on the show, The Judas Contract. Uh, I didn't... I haven't seen, like, every episode of the show. Because okay. at the time, I was just living in the dark ages, and I just watched what was on, <laughs> and I would miss an episode here and there. But, uh, yeah, so I don't remember any of the plot threads in that show. But uh, I've... You know, maybe it shows my level of bias. I've never seen an episode of Teen Titans Go!, I've seen You've trailers for this never movie. never watched an episode. I've watched three, and it's been horrible. It's been one of the worst experiences of my <laughs> life. I hated it. I'm just like, we canceled Young Justice for this crap? <laughs> and then you look at the guide. I, I want to watch a cartoon. That's all they have on Cartoon Network is Teen Titans Go, Teen Titans Go. I yeah. can't stand it. Yeah. I watch Justice League action on Cartoon Network. Every commercial break, there's a stupid ad for Teen Titans going, it's like, stop it! It's ruining your life, it I can is. tell. Well, oh. yeah. I just wanted to uh, have us eat our own words on that. So, um, Oh, want to hear a sad story? Sure. Want to hear <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah. I would love, I I would love, love to hear, to hear a, a sad, sad story. story. So, you know, it was recently the 10th anniversary of The Dark Knight. Yeah. And I was hoping for something to happen. Yeah. Hoping for a re-release. 
Then I saw online the Dark Knight right uh, not Dark Knight Rise. <laughs> the Dark Knight is returning to theaters for its tenth anniversary for <gasps> one week. And I was like, oh. <gasps> I open it and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm, I'm so ready. And not I see four movie theaters it will be at in the United States. <laughs> like, oh, no. don't. <laughs> no, I would have loved to have uh, seen. I I haven't like looked. I should check the our local AMC at, on, um, uh, you know the one, right? It used to be Star Theater. Right. Because I, I remember, uh, you know the day that Marty went to the future and Back to the Future? They had yeah. all Back to the Future movies playing, I saw. Oh. So Maybe. I don't know, maybe a, I missed hope. it since we... There's hope. Since we passed the yeah. uh, 10th anniversary. Any thoughts about The Dark Knight 10 years later? Uh, gee, I wish I would have... Uh, I. I had a plan to uh, watch it around the time of the Me anniversary, too. and I didn't, I didn't end up doing it. I didn't get around it. to it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just from the same memories I have from the last time I watched it. it which was, I don't know, probably a couple years ago or something. I rewatched it a few weeks ago. Uh, it's Yeah, it's, it's still probably my favorite Batman movie. Yeah, I, I really like it. Um, wh- when it came out, it was my favorite. Now it's uh, now it's the Burton movie's my favorite again. Yeah, I just it's it's nice to have another Batman versus Joker movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's... you know when we talk about like Spider-Man, it wasn't afraid of being compared. Mm-hmm. Um, the, really the only issue is uh, Two Face, five minutes, and then yeah. I still, like, that's another thing that makes it so good to me, is just, like, those are easily my two favorite Batman villains, and they're both in that Oh, man, I remember being, like, so excited, because Joker and Two-Face were talking to each other, like, when they're in the hospital. Like, it's always cool, like, watching, like, the old 60s Batman show, because there would be a few times they team up, where it's just like, oh my god, Joker is talking to the Penguin, and then... Penguin takes over in the in the movie series for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a crossing of worlds. Oh man. Two faces of villain. Three three face. Oh yes. There you go. There's the name for your, the next movie, The Batman Three Face. <laughs> oh there man. There you go. I'm yes. writing ideas for you, just like our Christmas uh, extended universe um, idea. Do that... we want to quickly go through some? Two rabbit holes, and then we'll wrap this up. Sure. Oh my god, this stupid thing! I was like, shut up because it always cuts off. The camera's the betraying us again. So I have a few rabbit holes. Not not as much as I would have liked to, but you yeah. know, I was we were focused on this. Yeah. Where did it go? Okay, here we go. All right. What are your three favorite trilogies? Three favorite trilogies. Wow. This um, was one I forgot to. Do last time I tried to make them all superhero-y, but what are your three favorite trilogies? Mm. Let's see here. I uh, wish I had more time to really think about um... a trilogy of trilogies. <laughs> okay, so one of them is gonna be the Lord of the Rings trilogy. There'll be an easy one right there, just off the bat. Um, I feel like it's an obligation, just because ninety percent of all lists would have this. I would say the original Star Wars trilogy. Normally, uh, I would say you can't do it because it's no longer a trilogy, but it was a trilogy for so long that you can't I mean, we kind of consider them different yeah. trilogies. I don't know. Um, I could think of a different answer because, like, personally... No, add, add, to, add Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Well, because, like, part of me says it because I'm such a Star Wars fan now, but, like, throughout the scope of my whole life, 
I've not been a Star Wars fan for forever. So I, yes. for most of the years of my life, I wouldn't have said that. Um, but now, yeah. you see the light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. I see the light. One more. One more Saber. trilogy. Um, you picked the two most cliche favorite trilogies. I know, I did. That's why I was just like, God, I hate that I just said that. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of something obscure that make me look really cool and hip but like i keep i keep thinking of things oh i like that oh there's only two <laughs> i like that no i like that but there's five <laughs> yeah yeah that'll happen um so i mean no one can next year you could say this year you could say avengers trilogy but not next year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a the only other trilogy that's even coming to my head is toy story and that, like, that's near perfect. Like, I, uh, last time I said it's more iconic. <laughs> I won't even go there again. But, um. Just by reminding people, we've already got some hate. Yeah, um. Cause, so that's my current, uh, that's currently what I'd say is those three. But, um, I wish I could think of others, period. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't name another trilogy right now, oh, is the good. problem. Um,. Indiana Jones is no longer a trilogy. And you can count it yeah, since it was kind of the a while. same thing. But I don't even like I would put those <laughs> I would put the three I just said above that. Um I don't know. What what's what's your three? My three yeah. trilogies <laughs> are I'm just curious, would you like to take a guess? Okay. Um so it has to be a tri- Captain America. Okay. Um Spider-Man, uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, I, that, okay, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking <laughs> of more trilogies. <laughs> I know, you're what? coming to me now! Oh my god, it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm like a mental patient, and now I'm off all my medication, and the voices are here inside my head! I really, I can't think, like, cause I, I would, I would have to think on whether I would throw the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy in there, like, but I don't have time, so I'm sticking with my answer, <laughs> because I don't have time! Um... You got two. Okay. And I was correct on them? Yes. Okay. I was surprised. And Toy Story. Oh, you got them. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. Got them. My three. Although, one I can't, I won't be able to say apparently next year. Uh, the Toy Story oh, one. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, with judging by their track record, hopefully it'll be a good quadrilogy. Yes. <laughs> okay. You know, this just came to me right now. Okay. Are there any, like, classic movies? Not even, like, classic. Not, it doesn't have to be, like, 40s or yeah, something. Yeah, I know, like I know what you Like, Casablanca or Citizen Kane. Classic in pop, in pop culture. Are there any, yeah. like, classic movies that you're just like, someday I need to get to this? True. Um, you can, oh, like, three of them. Okay, one, uh, one big one just came to mind. I don't know if it would be my ultimate answer, but I think we talked about it before that, like, I'm not totally sure if I've actually seen Jurassic Park. I'm not positive. <laughs> like I, it feels like I have, but I really don't know. <laughs> I just, just like I think I did. But I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I've always had that feeling. It's like maybe I'll watch it and I'll be like, okay, I've seen this. Have you seen any of the sequels or no? Probably not. Well, yeah, no, I don't think so. 
So it's scary when you have to debate your past. Like, but like, I don't know. It's so prevalent <laughs> in pop culture that I hear about it all the time. I know tons of scenes. I know mm-hmm. the water bouncy thing. I know the clever girl thing. I know that the velociraptors are in the kitchen and that they're in a Jeep. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum's in it. Yes. I I don't know. Like, I guess I probably saw it as a child, but I don't remember it. I don't know. Remember that? Did you ever play the Jurassic uh, Park video game at Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, it's like where you're yeah. in like the car something, and you got like the that red familiar. or blue gun, and you're shooting at the dinosaurs. Sounds familiar. Of course, that works. Shooting at the dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, per- perfectly good stuff. Um, what classic movie? Have you had one that you've always thought, like, you need to get around to that? I've got three that I'm just like, I need to get... You know, I could say four, because I was reminded of one. Like, I need to try and watch sometime. Yeah. So, the four are, in no particular order, um, I should probably try to watch... I want to hit my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) I should probably try to watch one of the Lord of the Rings movies someday. (laughs) Yeah, because... That's definitely my number one favorite trilogy. Uh, but if we were going back, that was the one I was confident about. You're just like, this is the one. Star Wars and Toy Story, if I thought, if I have a feeling I could think of something better. And yeah, I said it. I said that. <laughs> but it feel like at the same time, those are so classic that they feel right. But um, I'm most confident about Lord of the Rings. Another is, you know, someday I should, I hear everyone talk about it. Someday I should try to watch The Godfather. That was, I, I actually am not sure if I've seen, like, that. <laughs> I feel the same way as Jurassic Park. <laughs> I was once educated on, like, like I know I saw Goodfellas, which is another, like, uh, like mobster, gangster-type movie. I can't remember if I saw The Godfather. <laughs> okay, so. Another uh, one is, you know, I've never actually seen The Wizard of Oz. Really? I've never I've actually sat it. down and watched I've it. I've seen it multiple times. I know that it starts in black and white and it goes to color. Yeah. And that's it. I remember they used to air on TV land. Sometimes Cartoon Network. I'm just like, no, 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 no. Cartoon Network. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Not a cartoon. Not a cartoon. Yeah. Um, You said you maybe had four. Yes. Um, Everyone, I always hear people talk about this comedy movie. Okay. I don't usually watch a lot of comedy because I think live action comedy uh, mostly sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, someday I should try to watch Anchorman. Oh, yeah, I've seen that a, a couple times, too, and, um, I, I do like that one. It was, I've, I saw it a long time ago. It's possible I had a different <laughs> sense of humor then, but I do like it. Um, classic is debatable, but, it, I mean, I guess it was really considered, uh... It's beloved. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty beloved. Um, and it's very absurd, but it, it is good. Um... So we have two more rabbit hole questions, I, I'm pretty sure, and then we'll save the rest for later. Okay, I answered this last time. Okay. So you get to answer it. What superhero costume would you want to own? Like, you could put it on, like, a mannequin and a glass case. I said, um, Michael Keaton's from Batman Returns. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Like, I mean... I'm just thinking about, like, what would look the best on display. Um, if you just had, like, a, a, a big old glass case with a suit in it, I like, for example, I don't 
I can't picture a Spider-Man costume looking that cool, just like on a mannequin. <laughs> so that does lead me to think Batman, because that would just look really cool on display. Now you no have a bunch of Batman choices, so which one would you want on display? We've said before how I'm a real big fan of the yellow, the yellow oval. Yes. I'm a, I'm a lover of the yellow oval, so... So now you have four um, choices if we throw in Adam West. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I would more likely go with, like... I think I remember us saying that it was... Uh, There's Batman 89, Batman Returns, or Batman Forever. Uh... That's actually makes the decision really tough because I think when we went through, I kind of remember saying that the Batman Returns one was my favorite, yeah, uh, uh, based on looking at them. But my favorite, uh, when I was a kid and watching those, was always Batman Forever. So there's that nostalgia. I mean, look, uh, let's be honest. All three basically are the same thing. The only yeah. difference is that Batman Forever has a black belt. Yeah, and the yellow is a little faded. Yeah, you know, I think I would go another oh almost God. accent. I, I think I'd go with Batman Forever because I, I don't even remember Batman Returns as well. Batman Returns <laughs> is, like, my least favorite of the original four. Yeah. But I just think it, like, the costume, I think, looks so perfect. But um, I'll take the Batman Forever one. Yeah. I'll take the original Batman. I'll take Batman and Robin, although I might paint the yellow on yeah. the thing. <laughs> I love the yellow oval. I want to eat the yellow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, They changed the uh, costume design for uh, Batman in the comic run currently. I, th I think I thought I saw they that. did. It could be and a story I on here. <laughs> oh, really? Really. Yeah. Should we maybe uh, end this part one? We'll, we'll ask one yeah. last question. All right. All right. Favorite Batmobile? Uh, gotta be... Pro I feel like it's... For me, it's probably gotta be Batman 89. I'll go with the same. Batman yeah. 89. Like, that just seems the most iconic to me. I don't know. So do you have a least favorite one? I mean, I'm not usually that big of a fan of, like... Like... I like a lot more sleek detail, like 89... The uh, Nolan trilogy one is just like a, it's like clunky, squarish. Yeah. Like I, that design, kind of I aesthetic like is not my Snyder favorite. I like the Snyder Batmobile more than I do the. Uh, yeah, Nolan. Oh, the that was based by on Frank Miller's Batman, where in Dark Knight Returns he has like an actual tank as a Batmobile, yeah. and it's even they say like um, he's in like the tank and like. Robin was the one who would call yeah. it the Batmobile. I mean, I think um, I think it's really cool to see in the movie. Like, it looks really cool, like, when he's driving around in it and the action sequences with it. Like, I like it in the movies. I don't even think I would necessarily change out the Batmobile in those movies, like, because it's fine that it exists in that. But in my personal design preference, I don't like very, like, clunky tank-like designs like that. So, um, so yeah, that would be my least favorite. My least favorite might be the Tumblr, too. Although, when I was little, there was one that I didn't like. Really? It was the one from Batman Forever that I would always call the Sharkmobile. Oh, yeah. Because it has the fin. Yeah, I remember that now. And I just remember, like, why... There's, remember when uh, Dick Grayson takes the Batmobile and starts and is just driving it around? Yeah. There's, <laughs> like, the shark fin splits into two, so it's wings. I'm just like, man, Robin knows how to drive it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess he does, too. Um... Amazing. We have we still have a lot of Comic Con yes, news. Yes, we to talk have a about. lot of Comic Con news. Tons. 
so much to get through. Um, we went a little bit of a rabbit hole, a little bit yeah, here and there by choice in a way. Yeah, uh, we were pretty concise with the topics. Yes, but um, we got a lot still to get through, guys. So uh, stay tuned and make sure to catch part two of the uh, SDCC 2018 uh, special comment section episode. Yes, and uh, as always, keep falling down that rabbit hole. <laughs>